Welcome to the Kick-Ass Life Podcast. My name is Elle Russ. Join me and my co-host, Tara Garrison, every week as we tackle topics related to mindset and empowerment so you can create a happier, more abundant, and fun kick-ass life. Video episodes are available on youtube.com forward slash kick-ass life podcast. To learn more about us, visit our websites, coachterragarrison.com and lruss.com. Hey guys, I'm super excited to tell you about the pasture-raised turkey sticks from Paleo Valley that I've been eating lately. These things are so good, but yes, the flavor is off the chain and you're going to love them. But what's really cool is that they're from hundred percent pasture raised Turkey. That is hard to find. This means turkeys that actually live on pasture and they're never given hormones. They're never given antibiotics. Plus they're using the old world method of fermenting these sticks. So they're shelf stable without any chemicals or crappy ingredients. Plus they're full of probiotics because of that fermentation process, right? So really, really cool. It's a healthy snack on the go. My kids love them. I pack them in their lunches. Um, they're autoimmune paleo approved. They're a great source of vitamins E, C, and D protein, omega three and omega six balance. So if you're looking for a healthy snack on the go, that comes from a really quality source, check out these, uh, pasture raised turkey sticks from paleo valley and you can get 15 percent off with code kickass life so go visit paleovalley.com enter kickass life at at checkout for 15 percent off and enjoy hey guys i want to tell you about one of my favorite new companies and that is rep provisions so i met these guys at paleo effects last year where they were just blowing everyone away with their beef sticks and pecan nut butter combo packs that are outrageously delicious but as i talked to them i was even more blown away because i found out what they were about they are a regenerative agriculture company committed to the future of the planet by the proper management of cattle so they are regenerating america's grasslands with with the management of their cattle. Look into it. It's amazing. Um, they have everything from, of course, high quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef to Mongolisa pork, which is like the Wagyu of pork to bone broth to bone broth popsicles, pecan nut butters, like I said, and so many amazing things. Um, go support them and support the future of our planet. And they're giving you 15% off for being a Kick-Ass Life podcast listener. So use coupon code Life and get 15% off at repprovisions.com. Hey everyone, we're going to take a minute here at the top of the show to chat with you about some of our sponsors who are offering incredible discounts for you and your family. We also only align ourselves with companies that we know are providing safe and healthy products and also products that we actually consume on a regular, if not sometimes daily basis. And one of those companies is Primal Kitchen. Primal Kitchen products are incredible because they are dairy-free, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free with no refined sugar. And they are delicious. So visit PrimalKitchen.com to check out the vast array of products of available and use code KICKASSLIFE for 10% off. Hey guys, today we are talking about Neanderthal thinking, <laughs> but first we want to remind you again that Elle has something really exciting coming up for aspiring writers. Elle, can you tell them about that? We talked about it last week, but just want to make sure you guys know because it's coming right around the corner. Yeah, thanks. Starting July 12th, I'm doing an eight-week intensive writing program where every week uh, we do, it's only limited to 10 people. We talk for two hours and then I get a 15-minute private session with you every week and we knock it out and get it done, which is why I titled my course that. So what I want everyone to know is you don't have to be a writer. You don't have to have a command of the English language. You know, you just need an idea. You want to put in writing. I don't care if it's a speech, it's an article, a book, or a sitcom, or a TV script. Um, or maybe it's a series of blog posts because you want to launch a website and you kind of want a bunch right, of articles right. on there. It really doesn't matter. It's just what you need to get done. And so this is honestly one of the things I love to do. It lights me up. And I have mm -hmm. lots of private clients who mm -hmm. I do this with. 
And it's always like, they're like, oh my God, that wasn't that difficult. I just, it, it's, it's so wonderful to give people the feeling of accomplishment on this thing because so many people are very insecure about writing or they're like, I'm not a writer. Who do I think I am? All that stuff. And I'm here to tell you, like, I will help you knock it out and get it done. So you can go to my website and click the right upper tab labeled the writing program. You can reach out to me on Instagram or email me directly through my website for more details, but that comes, uh, that's starting July 12. So thanks for mentioning that. Oh uh, yeah. And I'll just add, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I probably shouldn't overpromise for you, but I'm just saying like L is somebody you want in your corner. Like you, you get yeah. L Russ in your corner, like things are going up. So I, it's like, there's way more benefit than just the writing course. Like just to have your support is like such a gift. Like I tell everybody, like you've been such wow. an angel in my life and I, you guys probably don't know L cause L so like bad a and like tells it like it is, but she is like, literally, you're literally like an earth angel and does stuff for people behind the scenes all the time. It's so beautiful. So yeah, I would, get in on that if you can. <laughs> I did so much fun. I love, I love that. It's like you, you know, you love just, you just you like love coaching about a certain thing and you're, oh, I just yeah. like love it. It brings me yeah. so much joy too. And that energy totally. is just pervasive. So yeah. So Neanderthal thinking now, I just want to start off and say, usually people refer to this as like, Oh, you fucking dumbass, Right. Like, <laughs> right. Don't ask Neanderthals. <laughs> uh, you know, but the truth is, is that we have a lot to learn from the way that they behaved and we need to get to back to some of it. Uh -huh. right? I'm so excited to talk about this. It's so yeah. good. Um, Let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. So the, the first thing is like, we are such freaking pampered princesses. We're so victimy and whiny because we've had it so freaking easy, right? Like even on a simple level, like I don't, I'm just, I'm saying it like it is take somebody who's had a lot of hard shit in life. Like I, I, I'm not saying I've had the hardest life, but I definitely didn't have like an easy childhood. You know, I went, went through abuse and neglect and poverty and all sorts of crazy stuff. My mom was mentally ill. I've talked about it a ton on the show. Like I'm grateful for all that. Cause like I have seen over the years as an adult, like people who kind of had it easier to say, I'm not trying to say, I'm, you know what I'm saying though. They didn't have those like basic core, like freaking this shit is freaking traumatic and horrible. We don't have air conditioning. We don't have heat. We don't have electricity. Right. They didn't go through stuff like that. And so, you know, Tony Robbins talks about like the, one of the basic human needs is to have obstacles, to have challenges. So if you don't, really actually have them that much in your physical life, you tend to find them in your mental and emotional life. And so I've seen that I truly have. It's like, well, my mom bought my sister-in-law a new, like, right. you know, a, a new car and didn't, she never got me a car. And it's like, Oh boy. Like, wow. Oh boy. This is your first five <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, and so the first thing I would talk, I, I would love to talk about is, um, not being a victim and being resilient, it, it, like from the Neanderthal point of view, L yes. well, and this goes back to, and I quoted a lot. I could talk about primal connection, Mark's book about this kind of stuff. And I'm drawing yeah. a lot of what we talk about today from that, but you know, back in our ancestor hunter gatherer days, they did not sit there and wallow in self-pity and despair, it would have meant fucking death. Yeah. Okay. So they moved on. They didn't sit around and cry when the water source was tainted or they didn't catch the beast that day. They moved on and they were what we talk about. We talked about last episode and several of them, which you mentioned all the time, solution oriented, right? Yep. How do we move beyond this? They were right. onward and upward. Now, maybe where they were lacking was, okay, they probably dragged us by hair into caves and weren't, you know, like maybe they needed, you know, perhaps we could have done sensitivity training with some of the, but, <laughs> but either way, here's the other thing too. They, um, 
they had a, they had, there's so many things to talk about here, but with, with regards to victimhood anyway, because they had a lot of leisure time, they were more intuitive, right? With body, nature, and all the stuff we're going to get into, but they literally didn't wall in self-pity. It would have been a sure recipe for death in that. And so now we have this like modern luxury of kind of like simmering in our minds. And, and he is right. We are like, the thing is, is that like mm -hmm. our, we need to almost get back to those basics and that's going to take self-talk because we self-aggrandize and we jump in there and we simmer and we overanalyze. And sometimes we just need to move mm -hmm. on or really get mm -hmm. to the solution, mm -hmm. but instead it's round and round we go. And that's why you and I coach people in what we do so that they don't get stuck so that they're not mm -hmm. on a continuous tape loop, you know, but, but I also want to say this about what Mark says, we are compelled to engage in behaviors that were originally intended to enhance survival. So mm -hmm. in a world where there's no selection pressure, that's kind of piggy, you know, piggybacking on what you're talking about. Yeah. That makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. I think one of the easiest ways to get into that space is gratitude and having an actual gratitude practice, because I know so many times in my life where I felt victimized and this isn't fair and, you know, nobody knows how this is and mm -hmm. life's so hard. I just mean, I, I had no awareness of gratitude. I wasn't doing that. And I do, I do it every single day as part of my morning routine. And I write how I feel when I think about those things and it completely shifts you. Right. So, you know, um, I, I think I talked about it on another episode, but it just goes so hand in hand with this, the closest we have to, I don't, I'm not trying to compare modern, any modern humans and Neanderthals. I'm just saying like, there are some people on the earth that still live in tribal, uh, tribal villages, right there. They, yes you know? And so like, man, I learn a lot from like observing the way they live. I'm like, damn, we are freaking weak as shit. Like, we're like, I don't want bones in my chicken. And it's like, Holy, are you effing kidding me? Like, you know, we're <laughs> so pampered. And then, and we complain about all these things because of it. It's just like a little kid that is spoiled that it's like, I didn't want the purple popsicle. I wanted the green one. And you just want to like smack them. <laughs> just kidding. But that's how we are, yeah. you know? And, um, uh, anyway, what I was going to say was I, I was just so impressed by uh, some stories I saw from um, Dr. Anthony Gustin going out to visit a tribe in Africa recently on his Instagram stories and just watching these people, how happy they were. They're living out in nature and they, the whole village shared a baboon that they hunted today. That's what everybody oh. ate. And I'm like, I was sitting, I was doing my bikini competition at the time. And I was like, all feeling sorry for myself with my like, you know, pre-made chicken skewer, grilled chicken skewers and, you know, fresh organic potatoes potatoes with like MCT oil, allulose sweetened barbecue sauce. And I'm like, I only get 1400 calories. And I'm like, I was watching that video and I was like, you are a freaking pampered princess. Like they literally ate baboon skin today and they all, they're fine. They're all seem happy and they're like laughing and joking and nobody's wallowing. No one's crying so about it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it was just freaking, it put me in my place. I was like, damn girl, damn. Well, like, that would are... be, that would be the, um, you know, and I, I'll run them down real quick, but you know, the successful habits of hunter gatherers that Mark came up with was take responsibility. So that's what we're talking about when it comes to nice. things that don't go right. Then it's yep. be selfish, mm -hmm. build a tribe, be mm -hmm. present, trust your gut, pick your battles get over it, sharpen your spear, be affluent, um, be selfish. So one of the things there too, so we sort of like talk about taking responsibility, looking at how you could contribute to thing instead of being the endless victim wheel, they did this, they did this, so-and-so won't let me do this. That's wallowing in self-despair mm -hmm. and victimhood. So take mm -hmm. responsibility. Then um, I want to jump one to the, to the be present. 
these mofos were present because if you weren't, you were done, right? right? You had to be alert and aware of your surroundings, your sounds, you're tracking an animal. You're like, you know, you're trying to get a whiff of scat somewhere. I mean, like these people were so intuitive, right? But also too, very present and aware. And the other mm-hmm. thing I also loved about their life is that they had so much downtime. Yeah. They, they embodied in a, this is, this is what Mark's been talking mm-hmm. about for years, getting back to play. He's like, yeah. I won't do anything that's not fucking fun anymore. Like, I just won't do that, you know? So, so getting into the fun and the play, the leisure time, the connection, which goes right. into building a tribe, it, you had to be, we have to have some type of tribe. Maybe, and if you're like the shyest, lowest self-esteem person out there, maybe it's the guy who works at the 7-Eleven that you see every day because you go get your pack of cigarettes. I mean, literally, it could be something fucking stupid like yeah. that, but you need a connection. We yeah. need a connection with people, but building a tribe is really important. And we've talked about that, getting rid of toxic people, bringing in positive people. Who do you want your tribe to be? Whether that's you as a coach or whether that's you as a, a uh-huh. friend. Um, uh-huh. So those are two things right there, you know, that again, we can look at them and go, Ooh, they were tight knit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they solved that shit. They probably, you know, worked stuff out because it would have meant death for one of those people to not. And now we have a luxury now where we were like, well, I don't, have to be associated with this person anymore we have more choices mm-hmm. when it comes to who we want to be around right because mm-hmm. back then you're like well shit i'm gonna die without this group so even if you hated the group you probably have to hang out with them but but these are really important tenants of again neanderthal thinking you know uh, mm-hmm. essentially i mean hunter-gatherer mm-hmm. ancestors you know yeah and that when you're talking about um just having downtime like that is from a health perspective, like being outside too, ideally and having yes. downtime is so incredibly healing on so many levels. Like yeah. think about one, like, are you like obsessively snacking when you're like outside? Like, no, you just, you get hungry, you eat, you don't give a shit. You can move on. Like you eat good food, but you, and you're with people. Like I think of camping. I love camping. I'm actually going camping actually. Well, when this airs, I will have just gone camping in Moab with some friends yeah. and we are like, we are like really, really, uh, <laughs> primitive camping. Like we are bringing a poop shovel. There is no, there are, there's nothing. We're going in the middle of freaking nowhere. And I've done it before. And it's, it's so rewarding. It's so healing. And your, your circadian rhythm gets naturally set. It's like, nobody's staying up like till one in the morning. Like you freaking get tired at 10. It's like, Oh my gosh, I can't freaking go on, you know? And so having that, I try to incorporate that as much as I can in my life, just by going for walks outside. Um, I'm lucky to have like a lake by me that I can walk around. It's so beautiful. There's ducks and birds singing and it's so calming. But and this relaxing. goes back to our wiring. It's about right. the reward. You go out for the sun, you get the chemicals that release all right. the happy, feel good. And then that's right. why we do more of it. And on the converse of that, some of these hardwired behaviors can become problematic meaning addictions, things like that, like the reward thing, right? With too much, right? Like we're wired to eat. So we're just going to be gluttonous as we once were not, right? Um, So we sometimes have to, there's some pitfalls, right? To our wiring, but then there's some things that we've ignored we have to get back to. Um, One of the things on overthinking, I just want to read this here because it's from Primal Connection where Mark was saying, you know, our problem about overthinking, like we overreact, we self-criticize, it's because we can't. And he was saying that these <laughs> cognitive abilities that we developed over time, right? And then we kind of settled down can become intellectual and emotional traps when they aren't yeah. brought into check by the social environment that first defined them. So for example, like our brains were formed in a simpler time and environment, right? And it was pretty clear, like the, what wasn't real and, and what was inconsequential was pretty clear. But like today he's saying, we make what isn't real our reality. Yeah, I know. They didn't do that shit then. <laughs> they, did yeah. not. they lived in 
reality. Like talk about Byron mm-hmm. Katie loving what is, seeing what is right there in front of you. So totally. we literally dream up ways to make our lives more difficult and miserable. As Mark totally. said in his book, we spend hours obsessing in front of the mirrors, right? Our ancestors would have never, ever right. even seen their own fucking reflection. I and know. they certainly wasn't going to stand there in the pond and go, oh. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, no. so again, like we compare ourselves though to these digitally enhanced people on magazine covers, right? And all of this stuff. And in reality, it has no connection to our lives. So again, right. we have become more disconnected. We're wired to be monofocused, right? And, and connected. Right. And this is such a disconnect. So I just love the way he brings that up. Yeah. One on this same line of thinking, one thing I was thinking about in preparation for this episode was how we are, everyone's drugging themselves just to keep up with the demand of this crazy lifestyle that we're living, right? Like think about if you just lived in nature and there was no, you didn't even have a job. Like you just, we all just like lived tribally and you know, some people hunted and we just kind of hung out and did stuff. Do you think anybody would be on freaking Adderall or like, like having to take like massive amounts of caffeine or all these substances just to keep up with the demands of life? No, right. we would just be out there and be calm. And so I really think that the more that we can get out in nature, the, the more we can reattune ourselves to that, align ourselves with that and be like, what am I freaking doing? Like how many times have you gone on a vacation to like, maybe if you've ever been to Hawaii or some, the, uh, the beach somewhere and you're sitting out there and you're like, dude, why am I freaking killing myself? every day. I've definitely had those moments, you know, and it's like, but the more I get out there, the more I get in the mountains, the more I walk by water, the more I'm like, dude, what do I need to let go in my life? So I'm not in this state so much. And I can prioritize this more. It's very healing. It's like a teacher, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and And they were so much more intuitive. Yeah. And I think when you connect with nature, you can become more intuitive. The work we talk about with like self-examination and self-improvement is the work of right? Aligning with oneself so that you could be more intuitive and trust your gut. They fucking trusted their guts. Damn it. They just did. That's all they had like instincts and like reality and like everything is very clear. Some didn't feel right. I bet you they ran. You know what I mean? They didn't go, well, hold on a second. Is that really a threat? They were like, fuck, feels like a threat. Go. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like we've lost a little bit of the, the animal nature of ourselves. And man, I, I mean, I, I've been paying attention to this so much in the last few years of my life that anytime I'm like operating with my head, like, Oh yeah, I guess we could little, instead of just listening to my gut and my heart, everything just goes to crap. Like everything starts to suck. Everything becomes stressful. Everything's emotional. It's just like so rough that life. And as soon as I'm like, let it go, go with your heart, follow your gut. It's like instant peace, instant magic, instant fulfillment, fulfillment, fun. You know, it's like allowing ourselves that we're like, that's, that's part of this life experience. And we, we prohibit it by getting all up in our heads. And I love what you said too, about like, we get like that because we can, you know, um, during That's directly from Mark's book, actually, I was just reading you exactly yeah. what he said about it. It's because again, we now have the quote luxury, right? Be, right. Uh, but, but it's a luxury. We don't want to indulge in because it's really not a luxury. It'll fuck our lives up. And, you know, uh, on that same note, um, our hunter gatherer ancestors, there was no failure, only feedback. If we could just adopt that, right, you know, I was talking right. to someone the other day who was having a relationship thing where something in the relationship sort of changed with the guy. There's weird communication, different. And instead of freaking out about it or whatever, the person's very evolved. They were just like, you know what? It's information. <laughs> it's feedback, yeah. right? It's information. Yeah, absolutely. Not failure. It's like, let's see, right. Versus jumping to like, oh my God, what if it, I, like all these worst case scenarios versus like, this is feedback. Let me assess and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I bet they were less likely to jump to those kind of conclusions, not that they had those to, to jump to, but just that idea of um, feedback, no mm-hmm. failure. And so if we just adopt that yeah. in whatever we do, right. you know, like I'm sure how many things I've tried a bunch of stuff that didn't work out. I'm sure you have too. Mark's done it a hundred thousand as an entrepreneur, you're going to throw right. stuff out there. It's not going to yeah. work. You just get feedback. It's like, all right, right, well, that didn't work. Let's move on and try something yeah. else. Right. Right. My, my mantra with businesses, let's see how it goes. Yeah. I fully know it might not, but like, it's, it's not like, Oh, I'm so stupid. I can't believe it. It's like, no, like that's always going to happen. Like yeah. just see how it goes, you know? And exactly. you know, on the same note, I really, I, I had this experience during like right in the heart of COVID. I mean, this was like when people were like afraid to freaking go to the gas station, you know, they got like freaking gloves and stuff to touch the pump and everyone's just super, super scared. It was at its peak. And I was walking around this lake by my house. I was like one of the only people that would even walk around the lake, you know, like everyone's just like bunkered down inside. Like it's like a toxic, you know, a bomb got dropped outside or something. And I'm like, I'm walking around the lake and there's all these ducks and I was observing these ducks and I I just was sitting there watching them. And I was thinking how interesting it was that like everyone is in their houses, just freaking scared out of their minds but look at their actual reality. Like they're sitting in a climate controlled house, drinking like organic coffee and wonderful food with Wi-Fi, And like, there's actually no threat currently, but because of what's in their minds, they're in this chronic stress state. And I was looking at these ducks and you're like, you're was, like, you're at home. Why are you still stressed now? Yeah. And it, made, it just was a cool learning opportunity for me to see how much stress we cause ourselves in our minds versus what's in our actual reality. And I was watching the ducks and I'm like, huh, it's interesting. Like they have no idea. Like they're, there's not a stress even possible for them unless there's immediate stress. Like if a dog comes or a kid comes and chases them, like they're going to freak out and they're going to freaking fly away as fast as they can. And they're going to be ruffling their feathers and like stressed out for a minute. But then, um, I was just like, man, they're not like sitting there like, God, what if another dog comes? What if another dog comes? What if another kid comes like a freaking stress out? You're not expecting and waiting for failure. It's over, you know? So it just, it it caused me to pause and think about myself like that. Like, you know, um, in my mind, it's like, am I on the treadmill? And I'm like, freak, I got like 50,000 things to do. I got to make sure I call her and blah, 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 you know, and how much stress I caused myself by not, like you said, just being in the moment and enjoying it right then and taking things one at a time, you know? So yeah, I think when you're in a natural outdoor state, you like it, it pulls you into the present moment. So it's, it's super healing. Totally. Totally. And and, and just a couple of these things that we talked about, be present, you know, build a tribe, right. Uh, Take responsibility, be selfish, right. That would be part of like your own time for drawing boundaries, what you need to do for yourself. And then, you know, he throws another one in there and I agree with this because I put it in my book, which is pick your battles, right. You know, they had to pick their battles wisely back then with their tribe and their group. Right. And I always say, choose your battles wisely, right. Not everything, some things you just let go. Um, right, and that goes right. into a sort of like, get over it, right? That's right. another hunter gather. And again, um, it may not be immediate, but that and maybe you have to call Catherine Dixon because you got this tape plan and you can't get over this thing. Maybe right. you need to get right. coaching to get over it, but you have to do what you can. If you're simmering right. in something and it keeps going on, right. and it's affecting you need your help. life. It's get the fuck over. And that's where you stay the hunter together. Really going to sit here on and cry that we, the right. water's heated. We got to move on motherfucker. We got another right. pond to find and we're not going to drink. So exactly. You can sit here and cry. Or would you like to come with us now? Every time yeah. I'm sure the person was like, oh, they weren't even crying. Um, but, but that one, and then this is the one I like too. the, the be curious and sharpen your spear. Now I'm sure he meant like your toolbox, like what you need, but you know, metaphorically, I think about those together, like 
sharpen your sphere and or be curious. They're kind of the same to me. It's like, learn, right? Sharpen your tools, uh, sharpen your mind, learn about yourself, learn about a thing you want to do. It doesn't matter what it is, but get curious and sharpen your sphere that way. You know, because that is the way for the last one, which is be affluent. And I think he means affluent, right? In terms of like love, peace, happiness stuff. I'm sure it means abundance. Yeah. Abundance in all its forms, whether that's enough to put a roof over your head or whether that's enough to have a private jet, it doesn't matter, but bringing that sort of like affluence of love and happiness. And so, man, we have so much to like learn from them, even though they have had a lot to learn from us, you know? Yeah. Another, another thing I really liked is, um, thinking about how resourceful they must have been. And this is something that I definitely, I feel like business really taught me this. I was grateful for that. It's like everything you need already exists around you, but we live in this mentality of like, someday I will get to this external place where I'll have those things, or it's going to be really hard to find the things that I need. It's like, no, it's all, everything you need is surrounding you right now, but we block ourselves from it. And they had no choice. They're like, freak, I need a shelter right now. Like, what can I possibly use? Okay. Well, you know, and so like being resourceful like that is so fun. Actually, when you really tap into that energy, it's like, who do I know? What do I already have? And you're like, it gets you in that abundant energy because you realize how much you're like, oh my gosh, I just wasn't seeing it. I have everything I need. And the other kind of aspect of that, that I like is like, I imagine that they had to have been in a very much of a get shit done mode. And like, you know, sometimes it's like, I don't feel like it. It's like, well, like sometimes you have no other choice and it's like, like man, there's that- rain coming or we know that cloud right. means bad. There's, there's, there's sky fire. Let's right. <laughs> and that's good for here. us. It's yeah. good for us sometimes to get light a fire under our ass. And it's like, no dude, that it doesn't need, does it actually need to be done? get it done. You know, it just builds resilience. It builds strength. And what's, what's, you know, I'm very much about going with the flow and all that, but there's moments where you have new skills, you know, you maybe have some toxic patterns where it's like every time you go to write your book per se, instead of doing L's course or whatever, you just go avoid and you go to a restaurant and hang out with friends or call your mom or anything clean, something to avoid, like taking that next step. And it's like, man, sometimes you have to, you have to go through that phase of kind of forcing yourself into the next level and then it will be easy. Now you're there, but like that get shit done mode is like, it's a really valuable growth process for us to be in. And I imagine that they, you know, if you look at ranchers and stuff, it's like, well, there's a thunderstorm and lightning. Like I don't really feel like (laughs) working right now, but it's going to freaking happen. You know, There's a frost. I've got to cover my roses. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're not just going to be like, "Ah, right. So yeah, get you done. And then on the converse of that though, you know, and like Mark says, life for our ancestors was a lot like war is now long periods of boredom interrupted right. by brief moments of terror. Okay? Love it. Love so, it. so we need to get on the fucking leisure pursuit because yeah. stress is killing everybody. Totally. You know, I love people like, oh, you're probably so busy. I'm always like, no, no, no. I, I literally make sure that I'm not, <laughs> I mean, right. A, right. <laughs> to a yep. thing. Does it mean there aren't periods where it's go, go, go. I cannot be like that all year round. I will not nope. do it. One of the things the golden handcuffs were cut off of me with my arms kind of make forced me to do that. Right. And that is like we said earlier, being in nature, that's where I'm getting all the good, wonderful things anyway, that are coming to me through the leisure pursuits, through time and nature, totally investing, relaxing one's mind and just taking it easy. So again, mm-hmm. I think entrepreneurial spirit can right. be two in one way. And that's where we need to learn from those jokers back in the day. They chilled right. out. Yep. probably by force, right? They're also walking five hours a day or whatever. You yeah. know, just needed to chill out. 
but like there was a lot of laugh and play and music and discovery and thinking and I'm sure they were also just like what the hell is going on around like what's that right they're innovating they're making new tools they're coming up with ideas you know the wheel was invented at some point right but at the end of the day how would they have ever even come up with any of these solutions had they not had the time so it wasn't that they were constantly killing beasts they weren't constantly right Right. yeah and so this is something we need like I more and more I find that people aren't doing this and it's anyone I mean it's just the corporate person who I know who's like so tired I'm so tired what time are you going to bed 12 what time you wake up six that's on you right yeah I've said it before but this is like, you cannot feel guilty about these times. I know you mentioned it at one point where you had a moment where you felt sometimes like if you weren't in go, go, go mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, and, um, but I just honestly, I feel like that's, cause that's really what everyone's looking for anyway, right? Is, okay, do I work now so that I can finally have the time to chill? You need to find the time now or make sure that your yeah. weekends or the days that you do have free are available for that and put the fucking chores and all the other bullshit somewhere else so that you can just hang out. Yeah, that's, I, I agree hundred percent. And that's something that I've been trying to like actually show on my social media more and been talking to my clients. I'm like, I do, I do generate and I create, I do, but I, because of that, like I have to carve time out for myself and I don't feel guilty about it. I don't feel guilty at all about being like, bye kids. I need to walk. I'm going to be out by the lake. I'll be back in an hour. Like, I don't feel guilty about it at all because I know that like, I need that. And you know, that's uh in spiritual teachings. It's kind of, that's the yen energy, the feminine energy, mm-hmm. that pause that we create. And that is where the, the ideas and the creation is born for us, for the masculine energy to then go create and do those things. But if you're just always in this masculine, like drive or yang drive, 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 you're freaking kill yourself. And so, um, I, I agree with you hundred percent. And it's, it's almost like the more I create, the more balance I need, the more, you know, this past weekend I was hanging out with friends and they're like, I know you're really busy. You have like a book due and all stuff. And I'm like, I get my freaking weekend. I, 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 I don't, <laughs> I'm no one's taking that from me. Like I need this time <laughs> or, or I'll suck. You know, like if I let my clients take over my weekends, like I'm not available, you know, if I can get back to you, I will, but I can't make any promises because I, I will burn out. I know that, you know, and, um, yeah, creating that space and pause for ourselves is like probably one of the healthiest things we can do in our stress-filled time right now. So I appreciate you making that point. I'm a fan of create a bunch of time and then hack off for a real exactly. time. Then, exactly. Not that I don't do zilch in that time, but it's like, so exactly. for example, even I have a, and I've been doing this every summer past couple of years where I was like, it's my summer. Why would I? So I bet, you know, uh, backlogged a bunch of podcasts for Primal Blueprint, right? So, cause I'll be talking to you throughout the summer, but those I baked. Why? So that I just took one thing out of my summer, another thing. Now that shit is wide open. Exactly. And I planned that ahead of time. And I'm like, right. oh yeah, that's right. I'm so, I'm so glad I'm here. I'm looking at June, July, okay, nothing. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no better people. feeling in the freaking world. No to have better nothing. feeling in the world. But you know, again, I had to orchestrate it that way. And it right. might make someone a little bit like, ah, should they have to wait three months for a podcast to upload? But guess what? Right. I get to just, yeah. <laughs> again, if I felt guilty and bad, like, oh, I, then I would be doing, you know, then I'd be stressed mm-hmm. out. And so I was like, yep. no, let me take that away because I'm going to do this thing. Let's eliminate this. It, it can be strategized, but also I think our hunter gatherer ancestors had a lot better balance. Yeah. Obviously based on, you know, exactly. Yeah. They didn't have to do, of course they had less responsibilities in certain ways, but more responsibilities than others. Yeah. And if they still maintain and found time to do that, and I bet they didn't go uh, climb up the hill when they were already sore and exhausted. They probably just chilled out there. It was like, yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Because there's no like <laughs> um, outside like, pressure. I, gotta go hit the I, I saw this girl on Instagram do that. I'm going to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> the last thing that I wanted to share was that um, I assume that they were open to trying new things because obviously oh, we yeah. evolved. And yeah, so and, and people died as a result, right? Like, oh, Jerry's yeah. going to try the berry. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Down. Yep, yeah. <laughs> we appreciate your contribution. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, <laughs> being willing, being willing to try new things, you know, it, it can be scary, right? Because we do have that little instinct of like, I, the berry might kill me. Right. But being willing to, you know, like I remember the first time I did a box jump, I was freaking terrified. I literally hadn't like jumped up on anything with two feet. Like since I was a little kid, I was like 32 years old. And I was like, Oh, okay. I actually landed on it. I was afraid I was going to like bang up my shins. I was like so short too, you know? And then I was like, Oh, this is actually really fun. Oh, let me go a little higher. Now I can do like decent, you know, decent height box jumps at the gym. And it's one of my favorite things to do. It's so fun, you know? And so I, I, I imagine that they had to have been willing to try new things if we evolved the way that we did. And so I think that's something that we can take from them too. And they were forced to explore. They were just yeah. forced to, right? Yaks ran out of the season to do some migration. They weren't there anymore. They had to move on. They were constantly exploring and thus, you know, uh, introducing their senses in every way to new things all the yeah. time. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm like forced to explore. Sign me up. That's all I want to do. <laughs> all right. I think we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Hopefully you guys have gotten some value out of this. And um, again, we love hearing your guys's um, ideas for podcast topics. A lot of people suggest them in our Facebook group and that's just kick-ass life podcasts on Facebook. Um, and again, of course you guys know, you can find all of our resources, the books we talk about, the companies that we love on our website. That's kickasslifepodcast.com. And um, yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks for joining I us guys. Do you want to mention though, of course, oh. if anyone's curious in some of these concepts I've mentioned, a lot of them are from Mark Sisson's book, right. Primal Connection. Really yes. great foray into less about the health principles, although some of them are in there and more about this sort of like these yeah. types of life as they lived it. I love it. I mean, Mark is such a great example of living life to the fullest. He's so healthy, like in his mindset and his body. So I, I love that he has brought this to the table. So thanks for mentioning that. All right. Thanks guys. Have a good one. 